Hey guys, it's been a few days. I'm gonna think I'm gonna be pretty quick. Um, haven't been podcasting as consistently as normal because I'm trying to figure my shit out. Oh, by the way, this morning ice cream cake maybe a little bit too much, maybe just a smidge too much. And it's so funny because I remember packing the vape, and um, you know I kind of look at it, you know, and I can see I've got a, a vape, a Epic vape. I absolutely love it. Uh, really small stem, and I like there's a very small amount. Because I use a very small amount every day, um, where's it going? Because I use a small amount every day. Oh yeah, so just a small variation in the in the amount that I smoke day to day can feel like a pretty big difference, right? Like it's you know, if you've got something that needs five thousand gallons, if it's a teaspoon short, that's no big deal. But if you've got a recipe that's a half a teaspoon, then the teaspoon too much is a huge deal, right? Um, so it's one of those kind of things. I use very little. So small variations in the amount of cannabis that I use can have a really profound effect. Oh, I just realized one of the things that went different was I grabbed from the wrong jar of the same blend. And I've noticed that too, that... Um, Sometimes when the when cannabis sits in the jar for a while after being ground, because I don't grind every day, it's a pain in my ass. It uh, it just kind of shifts just a little bit and mellows out. Um, maybe in intensity, I don't know. Anyway, I'm figuring it all out myself about it. why I feel so freaking ripped, and it was a, a small smaller pack than normal after I scraped everything out. Um, so the other thing that I want to talk about is, oh yeah, so I haven't been podcasting much, uh, just not as consistently. I was every single day. I didn't miss a day for a long time and now I'm missing it. And part of it is that this has accomplished its purpose and that's nice for me to be able to recognize, but this podcast it accomplishes its purpose because the purpose was just for me to be comfortable with myself and starting this and uh, having the MDMA experience. I think call it MDMA therapy. Those things, Guapo, here, they really helped me. Um, oh, I can't be out there with that noise on the road. Uh, both of those things just really helped me figure figure it all out the, you know, therapy and psychedelic and, you know, experiences, including, and I would say in relation to myself, most importantly, MDMA. Um, LSD has me still focusing on my world and figuring out all the concepts, which is how my brain always works. But MDMA had me sit and just appreciate and figure out and learn and think about myself, which was something I really needed to do because I had lost community with myself. Um, And I'm listening to this thing on the Enneagram. And he's talking about my personality type and how we can be You know, a lot of it has to do with, like, when you're hiding or when you're a people pleaser, it's trying to 
please the people around you. And an Enneagram 7 is somebody who is always trying to lighten the mood, always trying to make everything okay. And that, that happens when we start um, trying to calm down anxious tensions in our own homes. And there was a lot of anxious tension in my own home that made me just try and like, God damn, I gotta figure everything out because everybody's so fucked up emotionally all the time. And I, then I got fucked up emotionally because it's like, how do you manage all these other people's emotions and not ever make them feel bad? And it changes, you know, their expectations change. They go, I said this a hundred times. And they're asking about something new. Like, you know, to me, it seems new. They mean to say, always put the cookies away in this exact spot, but they just say, always put the cookies away. So you put it in a different spot. They're like, I told you a hundred times. It's like, well, you said to put it away and God damn it, I did put it away. Now you're telling me you, I got to put it away in a specific spot. That's okay. But, that, you know, just let me develop that habit. They're um, often very critical people. Uh, are very scary to me. And where I find a lot of critical people, well, is earth. But in the church, um, you know, a lot of people come to church because life is a little bit scary. Scary because there's too much unpredictable and they want to go to a place where they can control it and have some influence and just learn the rules and then let me kind of be in charge so that I can predict how things are going to work. Those are the We've never done it that way before, people. All right, they're just anxious about, you know, if something changes, we don't know what that will mean. So we need to be, uh, you know, we just need to be cautious about making changes. Like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And then there are other people who are going, look, I, this is broke. The fact that we have to pick it up and mend it every single week means that it's broke. It means the system, the design is broke. And, huh, maybe that's intuition versus sensing is system thinking for physical world versus implementing in the physical world. I digress. So anyway, um, you know, I had parents who... Both had really challenging childhoods. Oh, man, I hate the yard guys out, man. Oh, well, I love the yard guys that are out, but I hate that... <laughs> I hate that the yard guys' machines are loud when I'm walking. Um, so... Yeah, man, there's just been a lot of growth for me just seeing kind of where my personality comes from, how to make the shifts that I need to make in order for my life to be better. And I'm pretty excited about it. Um, today just saw a lot about the Enneagram and how my attempt to make nobody else, make, make the world different so that everybody else around me won't be anxious is the thing that makes me anxious. And now what I need to do is apply my own gift to myself and help myself calm down, you know, give myself my own advice. But I'm really getting close. I'm really getting close.
letting go of expectation and just seeing what it means. Honestly, I think I'm just experiencing Graves 3 right now. That's what I think, yeah. For the first time, I'm really experiencing Graves 3. I just didn't have a rebellious stage. Huh. That makes me think of all the kids in high school that were kind of screwed up. Not all of them. There's a certain type of kid who was always, you know, the bright-eyed, happy, you know, people-pleaser. And then they become this kind of dark slacker in high school. And I think a lot of times that's because they're trying to please people all the time. And then they realize, some of them realize, man, people just are never pleased. So, fine, screw it. You know, and then it's just, I don't care about anybody at all. Probably what Grace 3 is about. Huh, I bet it is. Okay, so this episode ended up being about Grace 3. But anyway, think about it, people. Study your past. Peace out.